Welcome to Toe to Toe, a podcast for realtors where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for realtors to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Toe to Toe. I'm Jen Mertland and I'm here with my constant opponent, Monica Weekly. Yeah, the crowd goes wild. Each episode, we bring a different real estate topic to battle about and we go toe to toe arguing our differing opinions. All right, guys, as you know, though, what we are aiming for here is for you to find what works for you, what feels authentic, what feels organic, what are you comfortable with, what will you do consistently, because when you can find that, then your business will begin to thrive and you'll love what you do. So today's battle, today's battle is all about this, the best way for us as real estate agents to advise our clients on multiple offers. In other words, what is the best way for us to advise our clients on multiple Let offers? Let me get in here, Monica. Okay, she's ready. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, at first, when I read this question, I mean, let's get like the legal stuff like out of the way. Like, obviously it's up to the seller, it's up to the buyer, blah, 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 blah. Okay, legal thing right, done. Right, 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 right. Okay, so- Brokers would be happy there. <laughs> you're welcome. I think I looked at this from the seller's perspective. Um, and then I realized that there are other people in the transaction too, like the buyers. <laughs> so from the seller's perspective, I think the best way on a multiple offers is really to put it on a spreadsheet. It takes out the emotion because everybody knows, well, not everybody, agents know that that top line offer is not the full story. Right. You have all this other crap in the contract, which that's a whole nother podcast. Right. It should really be one page anyway. <laughs> so putting it on there so that the sellers can see apples to apples, what are the, what really are the offers? And I think that that's like the best way to advise them. And then from the buyer's perspective, one of the things that's worked really well for us is if they end up in multiple offers, which in this market, that's happening. happening right. I mean, even houses that have been on the market for like six months, like all of a sudden have multiple offers. Minute. Your buyer wants it. There's Somebody comes out of the woodwork. I just it's smell a lie. <laughs> right. Anyway, we always suggest that they can do like $1,000 or whatever is appropriate over highest and best up to a certain amount. Mm -hmm. what, the, do you, what do you think? The escalation clause. Escalation. Yes. I'm a big fan of the escalation clause. Uh, so my opinion on this is I, I believe we do play a role. I understand. Yes, it is ultimately the sellers. We'll, we'll talk about sellers now. It is ultimately their decision. And I love your idea of the spreadsheet. I think our role there and the way we should advise clients is to remind them of their top motivator mm. and to also help them understand, help them understand things that might not be so obvious to them. Ooh, preach. What do you mean? For girl? instance, think the intangibles. What a FHA loan versus a conventional loan mm -hmm. might mean during inspection to them. The value of a cash offer versus somebody that needs to It could also bank. be like closing date or occupancy. Maybe too. that's the most important thing. Or Great point. level of interest by the buyer. When you see a $10,000 earnest money down versus a $500 earnest money down, how do we interpret that? Oh, we're going to fight about earnest money. Okay. Well, that's next episode. <laughs> that's next episode. 
Now, some might even say that the agent attached to the offer is an interesting aspect of the deal. Yes. Right. Now, that doesn't mean you're making decisions or your seller's making sole decisions on that. But I think if you're gathering all the facts, you would weigh all these things that I'm going to call intangible. I think that's where we as agents can bring value. How do you help them see that? Like, are you putting it on a spreadsheet too, or are you doing something different? If I have more than two, I'll put it on a spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. If we've just got two, sure, we'll just talk about it. Okay. Once I had 11. Nice. I'm not kidding you. 11. It was exhausting and it was not fun. No, it was the worst. It was the worst. That sounds like a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. So to me, it's, um, I do believe we, we play a really important role in interpreting the data and what the contract is saying, not in writing. That makes sense. makes sense. What do you think about, if you're the listing agent, the buyers that are like writing letters and sending pictures and <laughs> crap like that? <laughs> I don't encourage them to do it, but if they ask if they can do it and they want to do it, I will allow it. Um, I, I believe the brokers have something to say about that. I think in some way, like that is um, the seller making a decision based on, oh, this is a family and I yeah, like Yeah, but if families. you have like those those clients that are really, like they want the house to go to a family and somebody who's going to love the house as much as they do, like sometimes they like that and that does push them over the edge, even if the offer's lower. Yes. And I don't know what... The, it's like an intangible thing. I don't know what the law says about that if there's a minority on the other side of that deal and they're single and this... Oh, I'm sure it has a lot to see, say. See what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> this is why like those notes reveal a little too much and there could be some, I don't know, what territory else? for disaster. All right. What about buyers? Oh, I, the escalation clause is where I think we can make a huge difference in uh, advising. I think, yes, I think our role as agents becomes really critical when you are trying to win a house for your buyer. And it is our turn to step up and push on their pain points and make sure they understand that if they could lose this for a thousand or two thousand dollars and how would that make them feel? Mm -hmm. And I think that's where an, a, a seasoned agent can actually do a better job than a newer agent because they know they have the confidence to push right. on the buyer at the right time if they feel it's right. I also think too, like, and we've talked about this in other episodes, let's try a little communication, shall we? <laughs> and like communicating with the other agent on the line saying, hey, look, what's important to this seller, seller right. or, or whatever, right? Like what's right. important here? And if they're saying, hey, this seller really wants uh, 30 days after closing, then as the buyer's agent, great. Write it into your freaking offer, man. Right. No, you're absolutely right. If we don't have all the data, if we don't have all the facts, and that's beyond like the normal stuff. Right. When do you want to close? When are you, like you said, what is most important here? Right. Is there anything that would just alleviate all the stress in the seller? Oh, yeah. If they could have two days post-close. Like, right. That or would they could leave all this stuff because right. they're actually out of town right. or whatever it is. Right. You I like it. it. Yep. Well, let's go back to our corners, shall we? Let's do it. Drink a Chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs> do you even like Chardonnay? I do not. No. <laughs> I don't think you did. No, but if you said I vodka, I would, I would go back to my corner right away. <laughs> all right. Vodka tonics all around. We are going to take a short break and hear a word from our sponsor. When we return, we'll have the final punches. 
Do you have an entrepreneur mindset? Do you believe in the power of building wealth versus just selling houses? There's a new kind of business model for realtors, and you owe it to yourself to see why top agents and teams are aligning their future with the fastest growing real estate company in the world. EXP Realty, tomorrow's brokerage today. For more information or a private discussion, go to the Toe to Toe Podcast Facebook page and send a private message telling us you'd like to learn more about EXP Realty. All right. Well, welcome back. And we before we ring the bell for the final round, we did take this to the streets of Facebook. And Monica, we got tons of great tips. We did? We did. And so we have packed them into a bonus episode, which will air on Friday. So be sure to listen. Perfect. All right. Now let's get back into the ring and you have one minute to close out your final round. All right. So the best way for agents to advise clients in multiple ways is, first of all, understanding at a very deep level what is most important to them, what is the motivation. If you haven't asked the hard questions through the process, you are not going to be an effective agent in the time of multiple offer. It's do or die time. It's time to roll up your sleeves and compete. And the agent that has the deepest understanding of the dynamics of the deal, the agent that has been a leader through the process, the agent that's not afraid to push on pain points will win in mm. the end. Uh, not, not every time. I mean, sometimes you can't compete against a cash offer no matter how good you are, right? I mean, there, there are those things. But I think a, a seasoned agent or an agent that is not afraid to ask the hard questions and understand three layers down will be a better advisor through that process. So I think the best way is by just having a deep understanding of, of the client's needs and the dynamics of the deal. I agree. And I think if we were going to boil it down to like kind of one of the top tips, in my opinion, to advise sellers on multiple offers is to work at taking out the emotion and put it on a spreadsheet. Yeah. I mean, I agree if it's more than two, like if it's two, I mean, mm -hmm. that's pretty obvious. Um, but pull out the actual things in the contract so that they can see it on paper. Mm -hmm. And then for buyers, escalation clause, baby. That is true. You know, um, I just actually have been talking about this quite a bit in some of the coaching calls is the idea of the importance of leadership and showing up as a leader mm -hmm. in the transaction. And that leadership starts from the very first phone call and the very first consultation process and the very first time around the kitchen table. And, and leadership involves you setting expectations, preparing the client for what can happen, including multiple offers, and having those conversations, asking questions that maybe seem even a little, I'll call it left of center, like of a normal kind of uh, questionnaire from an agent. And when you have all of that information and you show up as that leader, you can advise in a much higher way in the moment of like, well, importance. yeah, because it's really about what they want. So like, I know a lot of times when we post questions like this, it's always like, well, of course the seller wants the, to, to get the most money. And of course the buyer wants to you know, get the most off. And that's actually not always true. Often it's not. No. It's never about the money, baby, because then there wouldn't be like Ferraris, Porsches, <laughs> Lexuses. Right. There wouldn't be those if it was about the money. Everybody drive a freaking Honda. That's right. You got it. Uh, all right. What do Are you, you tired? I'm, I think we've, yes. <laughs> I think we've beat this one down. I think it's time. Yep. 
I think it's gonna have to be the end of today's battle. Do you think there was a winner? I don't know. We didn't argue. We didn't really disagree. Yeah, I think we both um, we both agree that the value of a strong agent is there. I mean, especially in multiple offers. It's always there. It's always there. (laughs) We should fire the bottom ten percent every year. (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) You know what's funny? Let me just tell this quick story. I had a multiple offer situation. I was representing the buyer. This is in the last three months. Yeah. And the agent that was listing the house is a seasoned agent here in Cincinnati. And we both had escalation clauses. Nice. We both put in and they were, he said they were literally almost identical offers. That's hilarious. And I said to him, uh, he said to me, uh, the other agent is so like with so-and-so and it was a, some, a brokerage we had never heard of. And I said, John, you know this matters. I've been doing this for 16 years. My clients are solid. This is the house they want. We will get it over the finish line and you know it. Mm. And he said, Monica, I know, I know. Yeah. But I, this is not my decision. This is sellers. I'll share. I said, will you share that with him? You know, the, the, the reputation. Right. And so he said, yes, I will. Well, we ended up losing it. You did? Why? We lost it. The other, the other buyers were willing to do inspections for information purposes only, and they weren't going to ask for anything as a result of inspections. My guys just weren't willing to go that far in. Yeah. And so 10 days later, guess what I did? (laughs) You got a call. Yeah, they call. (laughs) And uh, apparently there were some things in the inspection. What? Oh, shocker. (laughs) And these guys, shockingly, Wanted Locked. them to pay for it, <laughs> yeah, right. right? And the guy was like, no, I'm principal. No, go back to the other people. And so we got to see the inspection. All's good. And I said at the closing table to John, sure would have been nice if we would have had this from the get-go. But, well, ended up yeah. winning. But All I done. think, yeah, relationships. Thank you for bringing up relationships. relationships. You always do. <laughs> of course I do. All right, go to our Facebook page, comment, vote. Who do you think won today's Toda Toe? battle. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's battle and we hope you heard something here today that will help you in your business and on your path for success. See you later, Monica. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toe to Toe Podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.